Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Myth Takes. Uh, when we last left off, well, we've last left off twice now, really. Uh, we have found our, mm, well, I guess, no, we, I could say heroes. I don't know why I was, like, tentative to say the word heroes. When we last left our heroes, every single one of them has been in, well, a bad situation. Uh, someone should have read it, I guess. Ha <laughs> ha, just a little inside joke there for you. Uh, but today we're going to be doing something different. And by that I mean we're starting a new arc. We're leaving those, um, we're leaving those cliffhangers out in the open. And so we are starting anew. And this is the first time that we've done an entire arc like this as well. Uh, we're kind of taking a note out of the side character quest uh, book, and it's just one-on-one. -on -one. It is just me as your keeper, your best friend, and your pod boss, your um, your pizza delivery boy. I've probably done that at some point, but ding-dong, here you go. One large pepperoni and one Cinestics. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Uh, and I am joined today by uh, my former next door neighbor. Thank God we've both finally moved on from those. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I love him. He's great. Uh, everybody, please welcome Graham Thompson. Hello. See, what you're doing here is very smart. I pinning the whole like, this is the first time we're doing a one person arc. So if it goes up in flames and everyone hates it and it's bad, you can just blame me. It's very smart. No, no, no. Listen, Grant, those <laughs> days, I, I think that those days are over. I think that the big thing is like, you know, blaming things on Graham, I think is uh -huh. one of those things where like that was an era, right? We had an era in oh, which no. it was like, you know, Grant, like there was the whole thing of Graham, you're fired, right? Yeah. Um, are we beyond that? I, Wait. Well, I mean, I don't know. If, if you're, if that you're, was my bit, if you really want to continue to be fired, <laughs> we can, we can potentially work that out. But the big thing is that I was like, you know, I, I want to make sure that people know that they are wanted here. And uh, also, you know, that at the end of the day, at, at this point, we've kind of moved to a point where if something goes wrong nowadays, it's probably on Alex. Um, so no, I'm kidding. I'm just saying that because he's not here to defend Alex, himself. So. I know. Alex is fantastic, isn't he? Um, yeah, and, see, and I'm just a lazy content creator. I want to, like, rest on old, exhausted narratives and easy jokes because that's been my entire podcasting pretty much career. i mean i feel like most of your <laughs> most of your uh content creation has been like i'll show up someone else do the rest uh yeah I, i'm here to be a punching bag guys laugh at me i'm here to right. i don't know make make humor yeah. <laughs> uh very uh well no i was gonna say i was gonna say very andrew Patton of you but andrew Patton like actually you know, like gets like into some crazy shit sometimes. Are you, are you gonna make me eat a pencil? Oh my god! I listen. <laughs> if this is a video format, who knows? Maybe I, I. I sometimes wonder. I wonder how much like bullying energy I still maintain over Graham. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I asked him to do this one thing, if he'd still do it. But uh, no. So <laughs> uh, the good news is, is that we are. Not going to make you eat a pencil live okay. on the podcast. What we are going to make you do is go through, uh, well, just kind of a lot. 90% of the time, Lucy is a hero, just doesn't have a very good personality. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a kind per personality, sorry. When I say good, I don't mean like, 
you've done a shitty job with your character. I mean, like, like kind, nice, good person, right? Not a good person vibes, just kind of mean, but does the right stuff most of the time. Um, <laughs> there was also a case, though, in which Lucy did murder an innocent bystander in Boston. Um, and so that uh, she was a, a practicing witch. She's contributing to the downfall of society. There are so many things Lucy, <laughs> uh, that just are so wrong with that. Okay, so <laughs> what we're going to do, though, is now that we've sort of set the stage, like, administratively, it's time to hop in to, well, literally the mystery here. open up on uh, Lucy in the bunker. Lucy has her notebook out and has been, you know, kind of going over all of the notes that she's been making. Um, Now, Graham, before I actually continue to paint this scene, would Lucy have some sort of like, I don't know, like kind of like a cork board with a bunch of notes and string, or would she have like a whiteboard, or how would Lucy organize notes and conspiracy thoughts? Like basically, like this mystery that you have been uh, developing based around uh, Washington, mm-hmm. um, the the last place that we saw Lucy actively in. You know, what what kind of stuff would Lucy have to like build up this case? Ah, uh, see, I'm trying to think because I feel like she would almost intentionally make it somewhat dysfunctional. Because if, if if she's going in like an like a, a not idealistic, but if she's going down like the route of trying to mirror or like learn from like Sherlock, then mm-hmm. like she she would almost intentionally try to do something that just clearly is not ideal or doesn't make sense for the sake of like because because that's what Sherlock would do. Um, so and the corkboard probably. Um, but it's almost like coded notes kind of thing. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like a lot of like pages ripped out, scribbled on notes, uh, your occasional photo or visual evidence. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure like, ah, it, it probably is it, it's similar to your typical like conspiracy court board, like in the same vein as like Charlie uh, from Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. That's what we see in Lucy's quarters, right? And Lucy is going over the stuff that's there, but then also the stuff that's in, you know, your handy-dandy notebook that you uh, take with you out into the field, you know, that you jot ideas down on. Sometimes some of those pages have been ripped out and put on to, like, the board and stuff like that where you need to make sure that you don't have to go back and forth between those things. But there is stuff that you will kind of look up at the board and kind of look back at your notes and kind of maybe scribble something down or cross something out. Lucy has been at this for a while. Um, So in both the game and in real life, uh, there was a bit of a pause between some of these arcs, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And part of that was in real life is just because of COVID and stuff like that. But um, (laughs) in in the game, right, in a world where that didn't happen, um, the big thing was that Basically, we had all these threats and they were really ramping up and they were getting crazier and crazier. And then suddenly they just kind of 
they basically just sort of fell off the map. There was almost none for a long time. Like, it would be few and far in between to the point where sometimes something would happen and people would kind of be going, do we even need to send a full team out? Like, this isn't even a portal opening or anything like that. It's just like there's, I don't know, there's a report of, you know, a giant... Uh, plant that's taking over a city or something. Okay, maybe that's too too big of a thing. But you get the idea. It's like something something that's not quite right, but is still, you know, not like, hey, there's something destroying the entire world, right? Um, so, I just... Yeah, go ahead. I don't know why this came to mind, but it's like this random extinct species that, like, died out 200 years ago has all of a sudden appeared. It's amazing. And Lucy's like, it must be killed. Nature had it extinguished 200 years ago. This isn't okay. <laughs> Nature has run its course, and this is uh-huh. an abomination. I must yep. remove it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that You had sense. your time. <laughs> okay, so what is a creature that is supposed to be dead that Lucy went to investigate and said out loud, you had your time before slaughtering? Uh, the, um, what's the, the, the Saskatchewan, I say Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Um, and it, it, how, do you, how do you say something that is from Saskatchewan? Sus- what do you Saskatch- mean? Sask- Sask- uh, oh, God, I don't know, man. You, something you're that's from the spot. province. Okay, never mind. Um, what do you call someone from Saskatchewan? Man. Those, they're scat, sca, oh my god, Saskatchewanians. What the hell? Okay. All right, I'll pick, an, I'll pick a better province from Canada. Um, yeah. The none of it, uh, what's a bird? Shoot. The none of it, uh, spotted bluebird. The rare, uh, yeah, the bluebird that died out 200 years ago in Canada it was overhunted okay. and hunted to extinction. And then they there just suddenly... That, that was a lot of work. <laughs> you know, hey, that's that. sometimes that's what the best bits come from, right? You know, you just yep. randomly suddenly go, okay, hang on. I got to do some, gotta do some uh, uh, research real quick, right? Um, uh-huh. So they suddenly showed up in droves, and it was supposed to be this big thing. And then overnight... They were all, quote-unquote, overhunted oh. again. Oops. Yep. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. how that happened. No, that's bird not watchers true. All across, yeah, bird watchers all across North America were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. They booked every hotel in, like, the Nunavut province. They were all like, camping out in droves. And then, yeah, they all died overnight. Wonder how. Yeah, who, well, I guess we'll <laughs> never know. Right. TikTok sounds. Anyway, uh, so, okay. Sorry, I'm stuttering over myself. So Lucy has, you know, just recently done that. Lucy's been going out into the field, but Lucy has gone out into the field for, like, team missions less and less. I mean, like I said, there's fewer missions in between than there used to be, but still, even with that, Lucy's been letting other people handle things as much as Lucy can. Pretty much only ever going sometimes just to, like, warp people to and from places um, but it's kind of like, okay, you guys got this, and then popping back out of wherever they are to go do what Lucy does. Yeah. 
I was in general, I feel like Lucy like would actively be trying to avoid work. That like she would only right. participate when it is like explicitly like required or like it it right. is it is absolutely necessary for her to be involved. Otherwise she's trying to dodge work to do more research. Lucy is um I mean, I don't want to necessarily put words into the mouth you know, of the character or anything like that, or like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to diagnose them, but Lucy does feel very obsessive. Um, and I mean, like, think of like the witch thing, right? Was like, yeah. there was a statement made and like, there were multiple ways to do things, but Lucy heard one way and was like, I've also been obsessed with taking out these witches, so I'm going to interpret it this way. And pretty much probably would have continued with her path had someone not like called out to Lucy and been like, we know the answer, like we've got it, like this is the answer, like we've got to do this. Thing. Yeah, you know, like yeah. basically, like if they had not solved that mystery, Lucy would have just kept slicing and dicing. Um, I think Lucy definitely struggles with authority, or especially, yes. or just, or any sort of like diverging opinions. She's like very headstrong. Right. Uh, and Lucy uh, is is kind of, you know, also the whole thing is like there are monsters out there that must be stopped. And unfortunately, the last time we saw Lucy, there was a monster that needed to be stopped and uh, she yeah. got away. Yep. Uh, Jane Nordenhalt escaped from your clutches uh, in Washington. So... Uh, before we, before I put you into any sort of situation, I have one final question for you, and that is, um, what did you do, like in Washington? Like, where, where did you go? What did you look for? What did you find? I realize that there's multiple questions within this question, uh, mm-hmm. but like, basically, I want to know how far you got in your investigation out in Washington, and where did the, uh, like. Uh, the trail go dry. All right. Um, because this was post the uh, the Jane situation, right? Uh-huh. So, like, you know, I, I, obviously you were doing a little bit of investigating them, and then you kind of stopped in order to go help Hank and them. But like yep. between then and now, you've gone back a few times to look for more clues to find to try and find where Jane went and stuff like that. Um, but you know, where did all of this like lead you to? Like, did you like go back to the house multiple times? Did you try and find some sort of path? Like, you know, where, where did you basically like just, you know, what is all of the investigating that Lucy's done and where did Lucy finally hit like a brick wall? All right. So I feel like it all stems from that. Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think like what Lucy would think and what she is explicitly doesn't know and what would lead her astray. Because um, I feel like she would get pretty focused in on the wilderness group. Uh, what was that rebel group called? The um, Forest Fighters. Yes, the Forest Fighters. I feel like she would get very pigeonholed on them. Like she probably assumed straight away that they were in cahoots, or that they were like another like equivalent of, like a witch cult. That that's what they were there to do. They were. She doesn't draw lines in between, like, outcasts from society and, like, uh, cult worshippers. So it probably was a lot of her, like, 
tracking them down, trying to figure out who exactly they are. Um, I, I honestly, I forget if you, I know that the, the, the narrative of the forest fires go any further. Where the forest fighters ended, right, was yeah. most of them were just beaten up. One of them did die, and that was specifically because uh, y'all had gotten everyone out of the fire except for one person. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and that guy just, I mean, no, and then no one pulled him out, and so he just died in the fire. Uh, but, like, everyone else got essentially just knocked out. Like, you all made very clear choices to like maim essentially but not kill the humans that you were fighting where we left off was let's see i think there was about 12 of them if i'm not mistaken at least in this particular uh you know fight and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but where everything really truly left off was that uh their leader brandon is now missing he did survive he did leave that fight alive uh, but no one has seen or heard from Brandon since. Um, and their ranks have been pretty much shaken up. Uh, you know, who is the guy who is, uh, the, like, the second in command there? I mean, and, and I don't know. Like, like specifics like that, I guess, don't matter as much. Right. No, but I mean, uh, specifically, like, the guy who is kind of, like, the second in command, he's just not as, you know, there you know, and I think also, like, without Brandon, he's kind of like, well, what the fuck are we doing? You know, without this guy, like, you know, he's kind of the guy who tells us what to do. And I don't know if I have what it takes to make the decisions and to do these things. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's just that's all that's what it all boils down to. So they've they've kind of gone really nowhere at the end of the day, but they are in existence, but they are extremely fractured, I guess is probably the best way of saying that okay so then stemming from the ones that were captured or at least like involved with uh like um with that whole situation lucy probably started there and then branched out to whatever information she could get from them and then beyond like uh interrogating them i'm sure it was just a matter of like uh, like combing the forest or just like exploring it, going back to the house um, where w- what's her name was captured. Um, it was a lot of just like retracing steps over there and, and looking at old uh, like clues and information that was, was pretty much just pertinent to the Jane situation. Didn't really go any further than that. Um, and then once she ran out of the, um, the forest fighters to like interrogate um, it probably just fell on her to just, like like I said, just continue kind of circling the same woods, not really finding anything else because she's not particularly sneaky and anyone that was in those woods or anywhere nearby had probably left. <laughs> right. One day, about two months before the last two arcs have happened, right? We're kind of like doing like a little bit of a flashback situation. We're kind of catching, everyone's sort of seeing what Lucy has been up to during this whole time. Because that's kind of what we've done, by the way, of course, at the beginning of both of these arcs of like, this is how much time has truly passed between these scenes, right? So what were some of the things that people did in between those things? So this is now Lucy's kind of catch up moment. Uh, 
And so we're getting close to present day. Lucy has, you know, again, hit this brick wall and is not really sure of what to look for, everything like that. Lucy went back to Washington and just, I guess, like, perhaps, like, maybe in a fit of not necessarily rage, but just frustration. Um, and, like, you know, not finding anything and everything like that. Even though you've already, you know, like you said, searched through the people and, like, kind of intervened and things like that. You go back one last time to the Forest Fighters uh, hideout. Okay. Um, it's this cabin that's in the woods and everything. And when you get there, uh, the entire, like, campus, shall we say, because it's, you know, it's a it's a giant cabin, like almost like a lodge, really, right? Uh, with, like, mm-hmm. multiple rooms and stuff like that. But there's also some sort of side, like, kind of guest houses on the outside, like smaller cabins and some other stuff, like places where clearly, like, cars would park and all this other stuff. It's just this big, empty area, and... Uh, nothing is running except for one singular light in the lodge. And when you get there, you don't even have to, like, break down the door or anything. When you just sort of go to sort of try to see if you can enter, the door is just unlocked. Uh, and you walk through, and it's quiet. I mean, it's painfully quiet. Uh, and... There's a definite breeze throughout. Um, It's, you know, kind of early March at this point uh, in the year, and it hasn't quite gotten to the warmer times just yet. And that definitely means that there is something open. Yeah, I mean, the door is open, sure, but, you know, there's a breeze coming from in front of you. Um, And you walk through the halls, until you find the room where there's one singular light. Uh, And it's the sort of open bar area of the lodge, like kind of like what the living room would be in a way, right? But like it's bigger, it's made for multiple guests. Uh, But there is one single light on at the bar area. And uh, you see Dwight, and he is sitting uh, at the bar area. Uh, And there are many empty bottles on the ground on the bar area um he's probably been there for a while um probably you know just has been creating this mess over the last god who knows days weeks uh and has just not been picking up after himself he's just drinking his way through the bar um and you know he's got some sort of little music player running on the counter uh, within his arm's reach. And, you know, when a song comes on that he doesn't like, he just skips it and just continues to sit there miserable and considering his life. Uh, But he is completely (laughs) all Uh alone. Uh, What do you do? So, okay, what is my... I I just want to iron down. What is my entire history of this person? I remember the situation... Um, but of course, they just played back and whatnot. Um, but post, like that arc, did I interview or, and it's, let's be honest, interrogate Dwight at all? Actually, that would be up to you. I think. I because th- my thing is, you actually never physically like spoke to him in the first arc. Uh, only okay. they did. Because uh, basically, you were off investigating and doing oh, your own thing, yeah. and you you got called in 
after right. you know so like because uh, you were doing your own thing and then you popped over yep uh, because we were like, hey, we're in a bad situation. We need help. And you're like, I'm you know, I'm here. That's how you met Jane and all that other stuff. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you right. never spoke to Dwight. Um, was he was he in the fight at the end? Yes, he was. And okay. he had a brief we, moment with Allie, but did not have a moment with you. And did we detain them all, or did they all run away? I forget what exactly happened at the end. Um, they pretty much all ran away. I mean, like... Once their okay. leader was gone and all this other stuff and, like, people were hurt and there was a building on fire, basically everyone was like, we need to get out of here before it gets worse, you know? Okay. Um, so, basically, people left. So, you know, you can decide here and now, like, have you spoken to Dwight uh, before? Like, you know, like, is this something that you would have uh, discussed? Um, You know, just just for, for content's sake, we'll say I haven't. We'll say he, he's one of the people I haven't uh, discovered uh, during my past couple months of uh, reconnaissance and investigation, he is one of the, he is one of the members I have not encountered over gotcha. the past couple okay. months. Um, so okay, so then what kind of information though did you ever get from former members of the forest fires? Probably just more or less the same story of like they were all uh, they joined the the forest fighters for X Y or Z reasons. Most of them liked or were previous acquaintances of, uh, sorry, who was the leader? Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Um, or he immediately reached out to them. I don't know. They, they were all from the local area, so they were, for the most part, acquaintances prior right. to the formation stuff. Mm -hmm. um, didn't, for most out of, for, out of most of them, most of them didn't have direct relations with Brandon, so they probably didn't. They couldn't speak much to his plans or thoughts or whatnot. Um, but obviously I found this place because of them and right. I just learned little bits and pieces. Like I'm probably familiar. Like I know the name Dwight. I don't know right. that this is Dwight per se. Um, but I know that Dwight and Brandon and is there anyone else important that Lucy would know of? Uh, no. I mean, there was the one guy who, again, we named like on the fly where you broke his arm, but like he was uh -huh. a nobody. You know what I mean? Okay. That, oh, no, I do remember his name. That was Larry. Okay. Do you remember it? Because everyone was like, God damn it, Larry. Every, like, you all hated Larry, and, like, they somehow kind of seemed to have hated Larry, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Just, like, everyone was like, Jesus Christ, Larry. This is just, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so much, man. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do here. You're, this is not great. Uh, and everyone, he's like, I just wanted, everyone's like, no, no, just stop, Larry. Um, yeah, Okay. okay. All right, so then I'm assuming uh, as as whatever as as we get back in the scene, Lucy's now walking into this room, and and Dwight is sitting in the corner at the 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 bar area, sitting down back back facing Lucy at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. that, yeah. His, his back is to you, for sure. It's wooden floors, right? It's a log cabin. Uh, yes, but like there's, I mean, since you're kind of entering to like the lodge area, there's probably yeah. like some like level of like carpeting runners and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, throughout the hall. So, like, depending on where you step, you know, you might be able to, uh, you know, not set off. You know, okay, here's a very good question. Oh. Very unrelated, oh, anything, but yeah, is Lucy, like, like, because she is a divine, does Lucy, like, is Lucy actually, like, much lighter than you expect? Or is it the opposite? Is it because she's, like, kind of so powerful? Like, her frame looks like it would be very, very like, lightweight, but actually she's, like... Like her mass and density is just like 
on like through the roof, so she's actually like very heavy. <laughs> I like that. She's probably the normal mass. Like she projects herself as a human, so she probably has all of the weight frame weight of like a five foot four businesswoman. Um, but uh, 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 carpets be damned. Uh, Lucy, if, 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 if there was like a carpet route to get to this person, oh no, she's wa- she's walking right on like the 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 fattest pieces of wood she can find. Very audible clicks of her heels as she's walking over to Dwight. Right. Um, yeah, she she doesn't care if he notices. <laughs> right. No. If anything, for sure. she wants him to. <laughs> if at any point he turns around before she gets up to him, um. Or is he like, or is he way too inebriated and focused on the music and stuff? I think. I mean, you know what? This might be our first roll. Uh, why don't you roll act under pressure for me? Okay. Five. Or sorry, no, seven. Seven. Okay. Be a plus zero. So, on this one, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think that it is a worse outcome here because, like, okay. instead of Basically, like, you know, you're tr- you're not exactly trying to be sneaky at all, but you're also... Well, also, sorry, I, I I know that you trust me and whatnot, but again, I like it being out there that this is what I'm rolling. You can see it. I'm not BSing. Oh, I didn't realize that you were doing that, so I was like, I forgot that you can do that in Discord, so I was like, what was that sound? Uh, oh. <laughs> gotcha. No, that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, no, basically, uh, yeah, I've got that up on my screen now. That's fun. Um, so... Yeah, so basically what happens is, is I'm going to run it back real quick. Mm. You aren't exactly being sneaky, right? But you also oh, no. aren't exactly, like, trying to, like, bum rush him, right? You're not necessarily, like, knocking shit over. So it's not, not like you're also making as much noise as you possibly can. You're just walking, like, normally. Um, or the way Lucy does, right? With purpose and, like, you know, meaning business. Um and it takes him a while, I think, to hear it over, like, the music and him sort of, like, humming along. And also, again, like, you know, he's drunk and he's, like, not normally, like, fully paying attention. Um, but then he does hear the click-clack of, of uh, the heels. And mm-hmm. that is not a sound that he is familiar with, right? I mean, like, this is definitely a man that has never dated someone who wears heels. Right. This is, I mean, like very, you know, out in the woods, you know, country person, like, you know, they put on their nice boots, um, you know, stuff like that. And like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Right. Like, I don't think people need cowboy boots. Right. But it's like, you know, they don't need to wear high heels. Like, I think that they're a pretty unnecessary uh, thing. Right. Like, but I get that. Like, I mean, it's a lot like makeup. Right. Like people put them on like for themselves, not necessarily like for you. Right. Um, Yep. But it's just not really, like, a common thing in his life. He's probably heard them, like, at the mall or something like that. Like, someone in his life has probably worn them. But he's not, like, you know, hearing them frequently. So at first, he kind of just pauses and he's like, the hell is that noise? Uh, But then on one of those, you know, click clacks, uh, you definitely hit a board that's, like, a little more, you know. Squeaky. Creaky, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's someone walking. And he... Uh, turns like kind of halfway right from from the bar like kind of mostly facing the doorway uh, the direction mm-hmm. that you're walking in from uh, and he puts his hand 
on a shotgun that is on the counter. And he says, who, who's there? Good evening, sir. You can put that away and finish your drink. I just want to talk uh, as I continue walking forward. Okay. Uh, so this is where the, uh, the worst outcome is, right? Because he has, okay. he has heard you and like he was alerted enough that he has you know, his hand on his gun and he fully picks it up at this point and he you know cocks it and then he mm -hmm. lifts it up uh towards you uh and he says uh, out loud i don't think so i you you need to stop right there oh no, sorry he, not, he doesn't have the Riggs voice sorry he just yeah. says <laughs> oh, that was unintentional that was just my voice actually cracking um i'm 30 years old and just hitting puberty no he says i think you need to stop there uh, you know, this is private property and you don't have any, how did you get in, uh, how did, how did you get in here? I'm trying to think if Lucy either says wrong move or shut up. Like what's, what's more like irritated. <laughs> I mean, granted, uh, you won't die from a single, you know, gunshot um, wound, but also think about the fact that like the wrong statement will also get this man to just shoot you. Oh, oh, Lucy's fully, like, willing to just, I mean, detain, get in full into, like, whatever, uh, the, uh, shoot, I am so out of, out of practice here. The, the role, what's the role? Kick some ass? Uh, kick some ass, yeah. Um, yeah, she probably just says shut up and lunges towards him. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, we're going to do kick some ass uh, here and All right. not necessarily dealing damage necessarily from oh. you, but like if you don't roll well, you'll be able to, you know, kapow. Um, yeah. I mean, Lucy Fullwell knows that she can't. As long as you don't kill him? fail the roll, right? Like you, yeah. you'll be able to wrestle the gun out of his hands, though. Yeah. All right, uh, I will kick some ass. Uh, What's your plus on tough? Uh, three, so that's a nine. Okay, so it's a mixed success. So, yeah, so definitely it's one of those things where, uh, oh my gosh, I remembered his name. His name was Zeke. Oh. Zeke was his name. I was like, Dwight doesn't quite sound right, but Zach sounds well, Dwight, close, but. Dwight's his middle name. That's like what he goes by on like, professional resumes that's just is more professional standing right Zeke yeah, is, yeah. Zeke's what his friends call him yeah yeah exactly uh so yeah no so zeke uh zeke not dwight zeke 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 and we'll just assume <laughs> that everyone has forgotten by now that we've even said another name so zeke uh is a little freaked out right because you know how like in tvs and movies uh tvs and movies in television shows and movies mm -hmm. people will kind of wrestle for a gun and it'll just sort of go off Right, yeah. and it's not exactly like either one of them truly meant to pull the trigger. It's just the in the fumble, someone smacked it a little bit, and it goes off. Right, and so that's what's happening. Yeah. You two begin to wrestle for the gun, and he's like, "No, no," and he's like trying not to let you take it, mm -hmm. and uh, you are actively kind of like not really caring as to which direction it's pointed. He he is wrestling with you for it, and 
the blast goes off and you just point blank take uh, a shotgun shell to the gut. Um, okay. And how much does your armor negate, by the way? Two. Jesus Christ. I think you might have actually completely dodged it. Hang on. How much does a shotgun do again? No. Okay. So it does three damage. Okay. So uh, so you only lose one health. All right. Uh, so you lose you lose one one bit of health there. Uh, I was gonna. Say, I feel like it, I feel like I should get hurt a little bit. Yeah. No. For sure. <laughs> um, it's uh, and the thing is, you know, like with other like with main enemies, like their weapons do a lot more. Yeah. So what happens with you here is that you know you're going for it and the blast goes off and you're just kind of like. <clears throat> right, you you mostly you know can like uh you know sort of crack your neck a little bit you know kind of stretch a little bit and shake most of that yeah, off. Yeah, but, but, but now I'm irritated. Yeah, you're irritated, um, and it, it went off, but like it it hurt. But this is more like that stings, but doesn't. You know, it's not like destroying you, right? So you're yeah. like, God damn. Um, so you are like, give me that, you know. So you rip it out of his hands. And when you rip it out of his hands, he immediately puts his hands up, uh, you know, knocks a bottle off of the counter, uh, and his hands immediately go back down as he goes, no, that was, oh, man, that okay. one was almost full. And then he kind of looks back, he re- remembers that you have the the shotgun, shotgun. His, hand, his hands go back up. He's like, what do okay. you want? Just, just take whatever, just come on, just leave me alone. Well, so the first thing Lucy would immediately do is 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 break it over her knee and discard it. Um, okay, interesting. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, and with, with his hands up, um, I'm pretty sure Lucy would just put him in an armbar next and then press him down against like the the where's Rachel? <laughs> okay, uh, but like or yeah, um, or at least like push him down against like the bar. All right, now you're not Brandon. Now which one are you? As his head like slams down, right, and then you ask that question, and he just yep. kind of sniffles a little bit. He goes, Zeke. Oh, Zeke, you're Brandon's right hand man, right? I was. What does that imply? And he just lets out this deep, heavy sigh, and he says, "No one's heard from him in a, in about a year at this point." Oh, I'm sorry to hear. When was the last time you saw him? The night that those freaks showed up, and they, there was this whole thing. There was this fight, and it got—it was stupid. And the, things got out of hand, and then they—they they kicked our asses. I mean, we've never been—we're the tough people here. We're—we keep this area safe. We keep our town like in tip-top shape, and people don't realize how much we do for them. <laughs> You talking about the fight at the cabin, uh, whatever, uh, about like five miles east of here, caught fire, that one? There's an uncomfortable pause, and then he says, how the hell do you know about that? Well, I was there. I don't know if you remember me, and I don't remember any of you for the most part, but now I'm trying to wrap you guys up. Wow, what? And so that definitely freaks him out because he didn't actually come into contact with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I with I'm, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure he actually even ever saw you out there. So that kind of worries him that you say that you were there, 
uh, because, you know, he's, you know, even though he did just admit that they got their asses kicked, he also doesn't really want to admit that. I mean, again, you know, he's the man's drunk and he's like not being I, fully it, honest and all this other stuff and like trying to keep well, his goal. Honest, but. I appreciate the honesty thus far. I'm getting exactly what I want. Yeah. I mean, if anything, I slightly, I slightly loosen up my armbar. He's being cooperative. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, at the end of the day, though, like, right, he's like, he's pretty worn down. The the man's been, you know, beaten and dragged and all this other stuff, like, almost like literally. He had panic for a bit there in his yep. in his voice, but then eventually he settles down and he just goes, "Whatever, man, I just." How do I find Brandon? I wish I knew. You don't know where his hideouts are, where he frequents, any close relationships, people closer than you were to him? He only lived here. He used to have a spot back, you know, in the city, but he gave up that apartment about two or three months before the fight, and he's just been living out here in the in the forest fighters, you know, headquarters here, and well now I'm the only one left. I see. Well, then, um, I'm trying to think of other just like whatever. I'm sure Lucy had other just prototypical uh, questions that wouldn't get anywhere or, or, or yield anything. Um, like, what do you know about forest fairies? Uh, 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 if he doesn't know where Brandon is, like what? Uh, I, I really don't have any use for this person. Do you say out loud to him, like, I don't know what use you are to me kind of thing? Yeah, after we go through the rest of her interrogation again, asking, like, where are the forest fairies? What do you know about forest fairies? Yeah. What do you know about witches? Where are the witches? Yeah. And again, I'm assuming it, 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 it's, it's again, the same answers, a lot of sniveling, a lot of just not useful conversation. The forest fairies um, are things that, like, he definitely did know some stuff about. He gave you just some information uh, about okay. how, like, you know, he's like, I mean, I get that they're not really... They're probably really not all that dangerous. I mean, we fought, you know, tougher creatures. Um, so I'm not doing this in character. I'm just sort of kind of giving the bullet points because he would have talked yeah, for a yeah, while, yeah. right? But like, he's kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, we fought, you know, you know, tougher creatures. The forest fairies were always like very weak and like they were just living their life. And I probably should have realized there was something wrong oh. with that. But Brandon, you know, Brandon was very convincing that anything that's a monster is a monster. Uh, or anything that's not oh, that's human right. is a monster. So we should just, you know, take them out, right? It's like, even though these creatures were just, you know, living peacefully, uh, you know. Okay, then she would definitely press them on the other creatures, and she'd probably want to get, like, a very detailed, like, what creatures have you fought? When did you fight them? Sure. He... he How many? He uh, definitely, like, hands... Like, not hands you, like, physically, but, like, basically tells you, like, where in the lodge here is, like, a... Almost like a ledger... Where they oh, basically, perfect. like, they basically kept track of, like, the movements of things. Because, you know, even though they are mostly hunters and stuff like that, like, to a certain extent, they are somewhat similar to the group that Hank has collected, right? Like, these are people who came together to do these things. And so they, they keep track of movements of things and, like, you know, okay, we tend to see this type of creature way more during the summer. So perhaps there's something about, like, winter that does not agree with them, right? So, like... They've been taking their own notes on these creatures and like, you know, their their movement habits and, you know, how often they attack, where to probably look for like nests of things if they are things that don't, you know, act, you know, as solos or duos kind of thing. And so like they, you know, they had notes like that and he, he does actually 
talk probably for quite a while about that. Like he probably breaks it down. You know, he's no longer sniveling. He's just kind of like he's kind of uh, kind of opening up a little bit and warming up a little bit. I mean, he's obviously very miserable, but also like some of the stuff that he's done, he's he's kind of proud of. I mean, like they definitely fought a creature that was made entirely of shadow um, that he still can't quite explain. <laughs> uh, he's like, but you know, basically, like they. It was a long, hard fight, and uh, he was actually the one that did the final blow um, because he, you know, f uh, just had the idea that well, if it's shadow, and he shot a flare gun uh, like through it, and um, it didn't necessarily kill it, but it weakened it, and so then their bullets were able to you know kind of penetrate it now that the darkness was you know weakened and you know was uh, being actively fought against essentially and. So he was pretty proud of that kind of stuff. And you know, he's like, you know, we've done a lot to keep this town safe, even if our methods haven't always been like the greatest kind of thing. Um, when you asked about witches, that was one that he was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, because they, he's never come into contact with that. Only cryptids are the only thing that these folks have uh, ever come across. Um, and, uh, you know, so he, he tells you about the ledger. He asks you, like, do you work for a government agency or something? Or, like, are you FBI? You can think of it like that. Like, like Lucy, Lucy, like, pauses and actually, like, contemplates that question. And it's, like, the easiest answer would probably be just be, yeah, I work for the FBI. That's... Why do they, why do they send out two of you? Well, I wasn't aware of that. Um, a second person like me? Yeah, you're the second person to come asking about this stuff. I mean, like just last week, there was this other guy who was here and he asked all these same sorts of questions and he really tore up Brandon's room. I mean, like Brandon's room is basically just splinters at this point and, you know, some loose papers and uh, items. But I mean, he took pretty much all of his stuff with him and he... He left, and he's just, uh, he, it's weird. I, I actually tried to follow him, because he gave me a weird vibe. There was someone not right about him, and uh, I went out and followed him, and he just sort of disappeared. It's almost like he, I don't know, not necessarily teleported, because, I mean, that's not possible, but, like, I don't know. He must have had some sort of vehicle that was fast, because you can't just, like, Poof! Disappear, you know. Well, of course not. Not even the not even the government, not even the FBI can do something like that. That's absurd. That's some like sci-fi bullshit. <sighs> so, teleport. What a stupid notion. But like, <laughs> that's but like my point is is like why would they send out two of you? What like what is happening? Is Brandon like in? danger am i in danger he kind of starts panicking a little bit all of a sudden you know he's well, again because he's been drinking some of that he kind of goes back and forth between like panic depression and also like a little bit of anger because like you know the last time he even though he didn't see you the last time he you know like he's now hearing that you were at the fight that basically like ruined his life kind of thing so he's kind of you know flip-flopping back and forth between all these emotions yeah i'll i'll, I'll level with you here uh uh, Zeke. Um, either that person is part of a very different and distant part of the FBI, uh, or they might have been lying to you. 
hate to break it to you. Um, what else can you tell me about this person? Were they wearing a suit? Did they show you credentials? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he was, he, he had a suit on. I mean, I thought that, I mean, I've never seen a FBI badge before, so I guess I, I didn't really know what, hmm. He stops and thinks for a second, but then just kind of continues on, but he definitely is very skeptical. Uh, yeah, and you can see the doubt pop up for him for a brief moment. And then he goes on kind of tentatively, uh, and he says, but, yeah, I mean, he was a Caucasian guy, kind of a medium build. I mean, like, you know, not ripped necessarily, but still pretty fit. Um, has a pretty thick mustache, kind of hair that swoops to one side. Uh, you know, told me his name was John, uh, and that's all that he gave me. Um, I mean... Does just the word, the mention of John, does that just like invoke fury within uh, Lucy? Yeah, I now I'm not necessarily sure. Like, would that be something that you would immediately just be like pissed, like outwardly? Or is that like something where like, like internally you're like, what the fuck? But you're keeping your cool. Oh, oh no, Lucy probably breaks something. <laughs> okay, uh, why don't you... Like, if, if we're still at the bar, at this point, if we've talked for a while, and again, he's being cooperative and stuff, i probably release him from the arm bar, and he's just, whatever. I take the opposite side of the bar, and we're just chatting. Sure. Um, But at the mention of John, I don't know, this Lucy might, like, not punch a hole in a table. I feel like it's overdone. Um, she might, like... She'll break a bottle or something. Yeah, she, she, she breaks something at the bar. Sure. In, in like, obvious, like, reactionary rage. He kind of jolts and kind of, like, is like, whoa. Uh, so I need you to act under pressure for me. <laughs> Seven. Mixed success. Okay. Uh, Getting a lot of this. He says, let's see. It's, um... Got to think about how I want that to necessarily run down as far as like what option here. So, okay, I'll, I'll figure that out after I get this first question out. So he has been seated, you know, like across from you, but he definitely kind of backs up a little bit because he's that that definitely takes him aback. Right. And he's mm -hmm. like, what the what's wrong with you? And then he's like, why is that such a why is that such a big deal? I mean, after retracting her fist, and, and Lucy probably has like a scowl. She has a scowl most of the time, but at this point, like, after retracting her fix and kind of fist and kind of composing herself for a second, she probably has like a light smile and she's like, that's definitely not an FBI agent. That is one of the furthest things from one of my colleagues. As she sort of like forces out in a very like cherry pie like right. smile. Um,. And as, as Lucy's trying to process uh, the implications, um, can you tell me anything else about this John? Okay. Was it just was it just Brandon's room? Did he go anywhere else? So here is the hard choice that you're gonna have. Okay. Okay. 
you can either do a, a secondary roll, which we'll do in a second, and try to actually get the answer to that question. But, you know, again, if it, if it goes wrong, then, like, it's going to go really wrong. Uh, or he will essentially end this whole conversation, like, here and now. Um, but basically, it's like, your hard choice here is either, like, you uh, definitely... Double you, down. You, uh, yeah, basically, either you double down or you leave. And this is your hard choice in this exact moment because of like everything that's just happened has, is leading up to this moment in the conversation. So what um, will it be? I'm, if Zeke options op, opts to leave at this point, I'm pretty, Lucy at this point has gotten pretty much everything that she needs. Um, she got like the, the crucial little nugget of information. Um, uh, sorry, was was the the location of the ledger discussed? Was that upstairs? Yeah, that... yeah. Oh, it's it's like yeah, it's like down the hall. Um, okay. Now, ooh, okay. No, you know what? This is. Thank you for reminding me of that. You're gonna yeah. actually have. Uh, you're gonna have to roll either way, right? Because okay. well, that's not true. Like it, it all depend on on what you want to do. There's a there's a third option now at this point. Right. Oh. So basically, one of them is double down. You do okay. the thing, and if you don't get it right, then it goes very bad. The yep. second option is to go get the ledger, right? Yep. Uh, but that will re also require a roll. Uh, and if that doesn't go well, it's not going to be as bad as the other one will uh, would have been. But like, like you'll you'll I think unless you completely fail, like you'll still succeed in getting the ledger, but like things will just kind of break a little bit. Or, you know, when he says the next sentence, which I'll say in a moment, uh, you can just leave and there will be no consequences. So those are the three options. So I'm going to tell you what he says. As he says, you know, I understand something is not right here. I've been, well, we've, we've talked for quite a while and I haven't touched a drink in nearly an hour, I think, at this point. And I'm starting to see that you took a shotgun blast to your stomach and didn't die or bleed out. Which leads mm -hmm. me to believe that if he's not FBI, you probably aren't either. Because I assume you don't have a badge or anything on you to identify who you are. So, here's how this is going to go. I'm done telling you things. I'm going to take a few steps to the side here, and I'm going to pull a new gun out of this here cabinet. And if I turn around and you're still in this room, I'm going to start firing. You can take what I've given you and get the hell out, or I'm going to end you. Zeke, that is a very uh, assertive and um, stupid uh, assertion. Uh, if this conversation's over, you can feel free to leave. Uh, this is my, um, call it crime scene investigation. This whole, uh, this whole place here, your, uh, hideout, um, I'm not done with this. If you're done with me, you can leave. So is this you doubling down? Uh, this, this is me intimidating him, uh, to, like, get him out of here. If anything, it's like, uh, there are some things you said here that are right and some things that are just uh, absurd uh, 
gestures and, 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 and assertions. Fantastic. Um, Graham, I'm going to need you to roll to manipulate someone. Cool. This is, is your this worst trait. Yes. Or is this... You have okay. negative one to charm. <laughs> See, that, that's what... Okay. It, I, I forget. Does, does Monster Week not have intimidate? Or, co or coercion. That's basically what this is. I mean, like, basically, like, intimidate okay. is manipulate. <laughs> Ooh, buddy, that is All a right. three. Uh, yep. In Monster of the Week, I don't get to just, like, attack, right? You know, whenever I want to. Yeah. The only way to attack is when, well, something goes terribly wrong or, you know, you roll an attack and it's not a success or whatever. Um, or... Like the appropriate is like what kicking ass is both people attack. Right, both people attack, time. but like just it's like a yeah. limited amount of damage versus full damage kind of thing. Yeah, uh, Graham. Yeah. Zeke just told you exactly what he was going to do. Okay. You've doubled down, but at this point, the man is fueled with rage and confusion, and honestly, probably far too much Jägermeister that a normal human being should actually consume. Uh, and as you say all of that, in one swift motion, he takes two huge steps, he pulls a gun off the rack, and 180 no-scopes you right in the chest. was a little more spooky. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. If you ever want to find out if a psychic is real or not, commit a crime <laughs> and then go to them and ask about the crime. Cryptid technology. That's why we can't find Bigfoot, because they don't have trackers. They don't have these apps that are like, here I am, going to the ice cream store later. Scary stories. <laughs> you know what you're going to do? What? Crap your pants. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Numbers in general. I just hear or see numbers and my brain shuts off. You can find brand new episodes of Spooky Spouses every week, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Excuse me, part of the Scavengers Network. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.